and welcome to Around the Console, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Bob, uh, and join me around the console are uh, John, Cliff, Sucky, and Craig. Um, we're continuing our Time Lord Victorious saga with a few bits and pieces, uh, but the main thing we'll be looking at is um, a big finish audio with Paul McCann, Alex. Uh, called mutually assured destruction. Um, we've 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 really rattled through some of this uh, time of victorious stuff, by the way. So the, the, what we what we're going to be covering now uh, covers section two, which is the dark times. So we started with the with the fractured universe and then into the dark times because we're doing uh, the time of victorious stuff in story order. Um, so the first thing was after the last thing we did, which was the mind minds of Magnox. It was a comic book creator. Um, did anyone have a go on the comic book creator? Did try loading it up on my phone. It won't work. Well, <laughs> if you, it's, it, you've not missed much, I'll be brutally honest with you. Um, <laughs> right. So it's it's quite it's it's all right. You know, there's a there's a bit of a comic in there for the time of Victoria stuff, which is fine. It's definitely uh, aimed towards the kids, um, but it's got in-app purchases, so you can buy uh, different berries to make yeah to make your own comic. And if you know, you know, I've spent two pound fifty on a lot worse. You know, twenty regal back in the nineties. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so it's it's fine. You know, it's probably it's probably worth a look at if you like. You know, doing that kind of stuff. King size, I hope, Bob. Of course, yes. I wasn't one of them embassy embassy number one filter type people. Oh dear. Certain breed them, weren't they? Not real smokers. Yeah. Not like a Lambert and Butler fella. No, no. not like a proper a proper Lambert. Are we Lambert. Give for some, some, some sort of sponsorship deal, are we? Yeah. What, Philip Morris is going to uh, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, around the console, sponsored by Lambert and Butler. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, so yeah, so that was so that was all right. It's if you it's that kind of thing. Want to make a comic? It can be quite a bit of fun, and it's relatively inexpensive. Um, there was a couple of short stories which were released with the figures, um, which I believe came out through B and M. We covered uh, one of the sort of comic, the, the short story, little books you got in there. And next, before this or after this, is uh, Mission to the, Mission to the Known, which is a short story in the build up to mutually assured destruction. But I, I quite liked it because it, it 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 sort of went through each of the sort of Dalek characters, um, which we hear in this audio play. Which, which I think, as we've been going through this, we've all enjoyed seeing the Daleks a bit different. You know, Daleks yeah, with a yeah. lot more depth, uh, and that was from the get-go. You know, from the very first story we did, the YouTube um, uh, um, animation fiasco. Uh, oh, no, fia- yeah. Fiasco, but they've, they've been really good because then we had Defender of the Daleks, the comic book. You know, but, uh, the, the sort you got the, the strategist, the scientist, the time commander. And all that kind of thing, and it was just nice to get a bit of background on that, um, and, a, and a run up to mutually assured destruction, which is billed, by the way, as Die Hard in Space or Die Hard with yeah, Daleks. I read that. Which is, uh, I, d- I mean, I don't, I don't really get that. Um, but yeah, it was um, first listen to it. Uh, I, I really struggled. It just sounded like a lot of noises going on, uh, and, and not a lot else really. Um, but I have been back through it again. Uh, a couple of times, and it's all right. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to put this around the console and find out what you guys think. And uh, Cliff on his hand up, so I'll come to you first. Yeah, uh, first off, um, I've only listened to the audio once, and like we've experienced with Tamlo Victorious, sometimes it's better to listen to a few times to really get it. But um, I had to say, 
I really miss the transition of someone doing a YouTube combination of comic or animation because it just sounded to me like a lot of angry Stephen Hawking's <laughs> just um, and it took me a long while to get into the gist of what on earth there was going on about at first whether I picked that up better you know if I re-listened to it because it gets to a halfway point and I was like oh yeah this is what they're going on about and this is it and this is it and uh, McGann he's great as usual I just felt um, it was a bit of a struggle for me <clears throat> yeah I mean I just uh I do know what you mean in regards to that, but if you just put it into the context of where it comes, because there's been two threads to Time Love Victorious, or I can see, and that's one with the whole dialect thing, um, and then the Katura type thing. Yeah, yeah. This is probably the end of the of the dialect thread, which has been predominantly pretty awesome. You know, it's, it's, I, well, it's that's, well, that... and it comes out of um, the book, doesn't it? Um, yeah, mm. all the flesh's uh, grass. Uh, so that's the that's what this is where this this is we're up to at this point yeah. at the end of that big battle or war or whatever. Uh, but I, I do know what you mean. Cliff. To be honest, I I really enjoyed the Dalek part. Like I like the uh, the fact that not humanizing, but we see this political intrigue and we see what they're thinking. And I I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that straight from the beginning. The Katura bit, I really felt. I hope it gets. I hope they come back into it some way because I felt that story's been let down. And all flesh was all flesh was grass was a bit pants to me. I felt yeah. they took, put to. You don't need to keep putting a doctor in to be honest. You got a good story when it's just the Daleks on their own. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's yeah. what I was hoping for for this because I didn't really read much into it. I just clicked it on. I was like, "Oh, it's a Dalek one," and I was trying to get into it. But like I said, I, I needed I needed that extra visualization of them. But I do like the characters of the Daleks in this story, which is unusual because I don't usually like watching them on the screen. Yeah, no, no, it's, uh, I agree. It's, it's lucky it looks like a cat on a hot tin reef. So it does, it doesn't it? It's beard's desperate. I just wanted to say, so soon as you better seem to be hogging everything. No, but what it is, sorry, Tucky. Maybe it's the same thing that you, you guys, <laughs> maybe the same thing that you guys are feeling is because it, the Daleks are all voiced by Nicholas Briggs. Now, I've got used to the way Nicholas Briggs sounds because I listen to his podcast uh, and uh, you've got the behind-the-scenes oh, content. Did he sound well. like that on his podcast? He's inflection like everything. <laughs> so when, uh, when it came to uh, listen to this story, a good chunk of it is just Nicholas Briggs acting against Nicholas Briggs. Himself, yeah. And so you just... If you're not sure which character, which Dalek he's actually playing, it's all sorts of meld into one, and that's what confused me the first time around. I didn't know which Dalek was talking, but I didn't yeah. know if it's a time commander, the scientist, the strategist, whoever else were one of the drones. It just got a bit confusing. Second time around, I listened to this story, uh, this story again, and it was a lot more satisfying that I knew what was going on and who each one was. And the way, uh, and you can sort of differentiate between each Dalek because that that he, he's put these little uh, sound effects on or whatever he likes, uh, take it up a, uh, a level or take it down a level, and you realise who he was. And it was a lot better the second time around. Storyline is actually quite decent. It's okay. It's just uh, as Bob says, the class is diode on a spaceship or diode on a Dalek spaceship, and it just seemed to. Uh, that does seem to sum it up. Is this doctor just running around 
on the spaceship trying to keep out of the way of the bad guys until he gets to the point where he can actually make his move and get rid of them all but other than that it was okay it wasn't wasn't really oh, memorable memorable you, but... yeah but it no, was no. actually okay fair enough uh, John what did you sort of think to it well it's still the best theme adaptation for the uh, for the start of it I love the big finish the Doctor Who theme yeah it's great Full orchestral joy, you know the da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. It's all fucking, it's it's all brass, and I absolutely love it. It's great. I did like the fact that strategist was back. Yeah, I like. Well, I loved that the Daleks were just constantly infighting like normal people, and I did get the feeling that like literally at some points the strategist was rolling his eyes at his idiot colleagues. So, uh, but there were lots of Daleks, and neatly written halfway down my notes is their voices are too similar. Need yeah. subtitles. But uh, there was loads mm. of good stuff in it. Uh, you must avoid me every time. I only need to hit you once. It's the IRA's message to Maggie Thatcher. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, when, when uh, Tisker and Groth get in, I got a little bit lost, I'm going to be brutally honest. Well, it, um, yeah. I'm not even sure where they are, why they were there. Um, but... Uh, as you get further down, the strategist sort of becomes more identifiable in his voice. Yeah. It does rock it along a bit, and it's quite good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Fairly positive from John Craig. I really struggled with this, I've got to be honest. Um, I was really excited about it when I realised it was basically a theme of Dalek stuff. Uh, I love the Daleks, and I read, you know, the, the little short story to begin with, and I thought, that's fair enough, and then... I kind of started listening to the Big Finish production and after 20 minutes, I just had to turn it off the first time. I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't distinguish the voices. The plot just seemed pretty much non-existent really, apart from lots of infighting. Um, and then, but I, I must admit at the time I listened to it for the first 20 minutes, I then put that down to the fact, well, maybe I wasn't in the zone to listen to a Big Finish drama. So I came back to it uh, maybe four or five days later when I was really in the mood for some Doctor Who and again I got 40 minutes into it this time and I just lost the will to live I, I didn't enjoy it at all <laughs> wow. um, I, I didn't I, I, it's not that I didn't like it because I loved it in the sense that it was a like just it was a Dalek it was pure Daleks fighting against each other trying to like, manoeuvre each other the Doctor kind of hidden away in the sides just trying to make his move but, but it just it, it needed to be for me a different means of story telling this story made in animation maybe yeah. a book because because it was audio i couldn't properly visualize quick enough who was saying what and then i lost it and i lost interest on in a different format like a cartoon or in a book it would have yeah. been much clearer and therefore i probably think i would have enjoyed it a lot it's not that i didn't like it it just it didn't connect with me but I do struggle sometimes as I said before with big finished productions I couldn't visualise it enough so the second time so I only listened to it twice I decided I was not going back um, the second time I watched it after 40 minutes I started to do other jobs like empty the dishwasher or sort loads of washing at the same time which I never do really with Doctor Who so I've got to say that it just didn't grip me and like John said I didn't understand the last two of the species what was all that about and I just didn't I didn't connect with it at all unfortunately I think Nicholas Briggs, it might be him doing all the voices, but I think he needed to distinguish them better. Um, like I, I could tell the strategist more, and I loved all that, but no, it, it, no, it totally turned me off. I get, I get what you're saying, and I think, I think there's, 
you know, I've listened to this four times, I think now, and, and I'd had a bit of a dig into other, you know, other people who had a look at it and things like that. It, for me, it doesn't really get going until um, Tiska and Groth come into it. And what I like about that is, so if you remember in the last one, they were looking at the great vampires uh, and mutating, mutating them into a Dalek, you know, this special sort of time squad or whatever. So they're picking up specimens from the dark times. <clears throat> that's kind of what, <clears throat> excuse me, that's kind of what these two are, you know, the last of their species that they've captured. But the the, the interesting about them two is that they were experiment on the Daleks to a degree you know so it's got this whole sort of mirror thing of you know they like the fact that the Daleks have this armour this all this other stuff going on and that's what they would like to adapt themselves to be that's a good point yeah but because I mean that's a bit that miss uh, that kind of makes the story a bit more nuanced is the fact that the these people that the Daleks are keeping as experiments yeah, we're also likewise wanting to experiment on the Dalek and yeah. wanted to become Daleks. Yeah, so yeah. like the proto Daleks almost, and it's like you get the moral quandary of well, oh, I'm not really sure I want to be on their side particularly. Yeah, that's what it is, and it's that mm. that sort of bit. I think that's where it sort of takes off from there as being more interesting. Um, but when you've got used to the Dalek voices and things like that, and again you've got to listen to it, I think a couple of times that yeah, that that is quite fascinating a little bit you know hearing the, the voices of these different Daleks um, but I think at that point where this and, it, and I think that's pretty much all it is for me personally is that moral quandary and you know I found that quite interesting um, and yeah and, and and there's not for me there's not a massive amount in it to, to, to really talk about there's not a lot to get your teeth into there's not a lot to theorise and you know throw around the console really even the even the short stories afterwards didn't seem to move it on anywhere. It was almost like they weren't needed. Those two short stories. All it does is set up the link into the dark times and then say it didn't work and move elsewhere. It was no. almost like it and didn't do it. I, it didn't move it. I think they were quite useful as a manual. Oh, they're you know, gorgeous for, in terms uh, of images and things and the descriptions, but that was it for a bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyway, over to anyone else who has some more to say. I just, just wanted to say that um, I was surprised how long it was because it it was fast paced. Like even though, like I says, um, I didn't fully enjoy it. It was fast enough to to just listen to the whole lot. I didn't have to stop it and then start again for me. Yeah, do you, do you I feel think... that was good. But I really think it's either I'm missing a trick or they're missing a trick, or it's a little bit. I know I'm not slogging, slagging off anything here, but. I just think using the same guy for every bloody Dalek. Yeah. I think, come on. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Yeah, we can do he's, it. He's only doing it because of nostalgia it's hard to, this, I know, but yeah, the nostalgia, it's yeah. very hard on, on when you've got multiple Daleks, it's hard yeah. to then dis distinguish between them. And then but you they can't used, draw the line. And they used to have different voices in the old days, didn't they? They had more yeah. than one Dalek Two actors normally. But yeah. I mean, you've also you got four actual cast members in this whole yeah. production. You know, yeah, so yeah. Bud budget-wise, you know, Nick Briggs is one of the... the, the, cheap, the yeah. you know, he's like the owner or whatever, isn't he? So it's, um, yeah. so it's you know, it's... Was it... What, 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 I was going to say, one thing that, that I, I do now have sort of... I just was thinking about on this audio was you wouldn't have this on telly. You see what I mean? Like, a lot of these big finish audios that we all seem to struggle with a little yes. bit, you wouldn't have these on telly. Yeah. Now, I know that this sounds might sound a bit stupid because it's, it's a different medium, but I mean... 
the narrative, the story. Wouldn't have a lot of these on telly. There's yeah. ones that stand out from the big finish range, spare parts, midnight. Oh yeah, that you great. would have on telly. Yeah, you see yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And you know, to a degree, spare parts was slightly on telly. You know, the David Tennant era. Yeah. Uh, Dalek uh, was. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, awesome. so yeah. there's certain audios which you've adapted to telly which work. But a lot of the audios I listen to, you wouldn't have the narrative on telly. No. No. Does that make sense? And that's yeah, what yeah, I know. Yeah. What you this, say, you lose. I think this story would work better on the telly, even if they did it yeah. like similar to what the Dalek stuff is. Yeah, the Dalek uh, YouTube. It's, thing that they essentially yeah. a bottle episode, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. it's based on the siege, more or less. In Daleks in Manhattan, you get the infighting with each other yeah. and the looks yeah, and things like yeah. that. So we're, we're used to that bit of squabbling going on. You could do, they could do it much better in a different medium. In a different medium. Because yeah. you can see visually yeah. what each yeah. of these characters look like. You'd be able to see the battered Dalek yeah. strategist. Absolutely. Uh, you could see the actual the, yeah. the Dalek uh, yeah. executioner, as they're called. I think. Yeah. You could see how probably really, really manky he probably looks as well. Does the strategist kill the time commander? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's like the boss and of then the he's, ship, isn't he? Yeah, yeah the yeah. time commander's in charge. So it's, it's interesting as to go where the strategist goes from here. Because there's definitely something still in dead, though, That's what I was going to ask you. He's dead, though, isn't it? Because that, that's the sound of an explosion right at the end, isn't it? Well, yeah. I, 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 I think so, is it? I think he gets away because yeah. it, we followed that, his story from the, the beginning. Plan, it just seems to be like you couldn't just kill him off that quick. But well, if, there's one well, that, that, that I was going to say the next one that we're doing. The main one is Genetics of the Daleks, which is a big finish play, Tom Baker. And it's one I've been very much looking forward to since it came out, uh, but I've not listened to it because we're going to be doing it for this. So I don't know if we're going to get a little bit of exposition in there, but I just, Tom Baker, Genetics of the Daleks, it just sounds quite interesting. Mm. So maybe that's where we'll get the closure of this I thought the the strategist was in the short story at the end. I'm just trying to find it again now, but I thought it was about the... And maybe I've misunderstood that bit. So I'll shut up. Well, he, I, was, he got caught, didn't he? Because the doctor yeah. videoed him, uh, you know, t- doing his, his reading his plot. Reading and dealing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's cool. Um, I, I, sorry, I, go on, Crook. I, I was just going to say, you know, of all the spin-offs <laughs> from Doctor Who you've got, you've got Class and, uh, you know, Sarah Jane, K-9, all those, you're really missing the trick not to do a Dalek spin-off. Just the Daleks. The, the you know the politics the what the going on and then it maybe crossing it over with with the Doctor Who because I really enjoyed the Daleks for probably the first time in my life it's not really ones what I, I enjoyed on TV because mm. I just felt it was it just looked like a bin upside down but the fact that we've got to understand it from their point of view of these yeah that's made a big difference I've really yeah. enjoyed that bit. Yeah, no, the, the characterisation of Daleks is great. Um, go on, Craig, you were about to say something. I was, uh, this, uh, this could make me sound totally stupid now, but I'm used to that. Um, the one thing I'm beginning to find a little bit tricky with, with the Time Lord Victorious is it's getting a little... I'm beginning to forget the connections with yeah. the past. Yeah. And it's yeah. becoming a little bit too... Almost like the criticism of Flux was, that it's, it's becoming a little bit too desperate. I'm beginning to struggle to remember what the connections are. It kind of needed for me... And it's something I suppose you should do is a bit of a recap that this is what it's like when Bob said before you mentioned, you know, about the, the, the vampires and things. I'd forgotten that because it's a long time ago since yeah. 
I well, looked the, at the, the idea behind it though is although we're doing it in this story order, there was a different release order. Yeah. But it's 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 a case of like they're meant to be little the ones you could just listen to yeah. individually. You don't have to get involved in this whole thing we're sort of doing. Well, and it, and, it, and it, it it took me a little bit to go back and have a look yeah. at where all this yeah. sort of fits in really and try and try and piece it together. Sucky. Um, yeah, I'm just getting a bit bogged down with it. Sorry, Sucky, go on. Yeah, Craig, you was going on about the Dalek strategies. Yeah, the yeah. second story does uh, involve the Dalek strategies escaping. That's what I thought, yeah. And so, and do you know how he escapes? It's because he uses the Katura crystals. Yeah. That he's uh, been he, enhancing his own casing, uh, Dalek oh, casing. Oh, yeah. He yeah. does the emergency temporal shift, doesn't he, outside? The emergency temporal shift. So he vanishes from... So you do know the Dalek strategies, even is the only one that survived everybody else. Every other Dalek was killed. So again, it... Yeah, it, it, it just, it, yeah, it, it just feels quite bitty. In that sense. I'm, loving, I'm loving it, but yeah. it's, it, I'm just, it's nothing worse than what it's like. I suppose you watch something, you think, I don't think I understood that. So you listen to it again and you said, and I, I, I still think with this, it was about the choice of narrative, the choice of, of, of show, of telling the story. I don't think big audio suited this. I think having, it, it was because Paul McGann was in it, they, they were sort of tied to doing it that way, weren't they? Really? Well, they couldn't do a cartoon. Yeah, I know, but that's expensive. Yes, yeah, you, yeah. And then, again, uh, again, yeah, four, yeah. four cast members. You know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, 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 you're right. Definitely two-string stuff. I All think, the budget would have gone on yeah. Paul McGann. Yeah, I, see, I probably would just have preferred a story then, a sh- that, written as a story this. I would have understood that better than this. It's interesting. Anyway, we're going to hound over to our satellite office down under. Uh, we're going to hear from the audio experts themselves, from the Sirens of Audio. Sirens of audio. Here is Dwayne and Philip. Righto, thanks, boys. Bob, Suki, John, Craig, and who's that other fella? Oh, Cliff. Cliff, that's right. Thanks for letting us back on to uh, to talk about some audio stuff that we love talking about, Philip. This time it's Time Lord Victorious we Mutually Assured Destruction. Talking audio, we still love it. Give us your thoughts on the on the story. This is this was touted as Doctor Who does Die Hard. It was. Can I say this is probably my favourite, certainly my favourite so far of the audios. It mm. is just non-stop action and adventure, and so I just I love the passion and I love the the yeah the, the die hardness of it all. It, it is great. For the first half is really I was going to say it's a two-hander. It's kind of a two-hander because it's only the Doctor and Daleks. <laughs> I guess there's lots of Daleks, um, but Nicholas Briggs and um, Paul McGann are just amazing together. I think for me, the thing that stands out in particular is just the Daleks. Nicholas Briggs is just sensational with every voice that he does because we have a whole range of different Daleks. Um, the strategist, the scientist, the supreme. Is it supreme? Who's the one commanding? Do they call him the supreme? Who's the one in charge? I think he's called the, he's called the time... The time, time commander or something. Time con- time. No, it's not the time controller, but yeah, it's, it's something to do with time because it's a time squad. So, right. um, but you are you are absolutely right with with this. This is the standout for me. You know, I, I always find in Big Finish Dalek Empire to be the most interesting Dalek series because the Doctor's not in it. But this, oh, if if there was more with these Daleks, this time squad absolutely fascinating stuff and it just shows like you said the talents of nick briggs and he does all those different voices live he doesn't change 
Uh, uh, I know I would really expect him just to lay down one set and then go to the next set. Yeah. He just, he just changes the voices as yep. he does the script. So I mean, talk about talking to yourself, crazy as, but it's so effective. And I think because because he's not recording down tracks, it means he's actually acting with himself, responding to himself, and the Daleks come across so much better because of that. But the mm. political intrigue of the Daleks, you've got to love the fact that there's all this politics going on between the different types and levels of Daleks. Um, I guess the time strategist has always had his own agenda and his own plans, which the other Daleks don't like. But just seeing how effective that is in this story, the Doctor never really being sure where to go, or who to trust. And even, even when he gets separated from the TARDIS, not knowing where the TARDIS is. But he's just going around, sabotaging bits of the ship here, bits of the ships there, and just causing bedlam. So it's, it's, it sounds like there's not much plot, but the story just it gets driven along. Great dialogue, great action scenes, but it just it's, it's relentless. I was trying to think, because it's a long time between listens, I listen to a lot of stuff in between, so I, I forget detail. But do you remember where this was injected? Within well, the Time Lord Victorious, it's in the it's it's one it's of the up, offshoots it's, it's from the, one of the books, the isn't books. it? It's after the books, so it doesn't. It's it's a bit strange because the sort of the book ends with the time ship being damaged and going out of control, and then this picks up straight from there. So it's it's kind of weird in terms of you, you don't get much backstory to know what's happened beforehand, but because you've just, you just you have enough to know the Doctor's on a time ship, it's out of control, it's it's you know it's degenerating. The Doctor's trying to get out of the dark times and back into normal space and time, having taken the Daleks there in the first place. And just, yeah, so there's, there's all those sort of things happening in terms of, but you just don't need to know that. This, this is a standalone, even though this, it's surrounded by so much. I'm sure the boys have talked about how it fits in and surrounds with everything else. They're really good with all that detail and they've been going through everything in order. So they know what's happened next. So yeah, when we listen to this, I'm sure I'll go, oh, that's what they're talking about. Uh, I will just mention too, just the other, there are two other cast members, uh, Samantha, Samantha Best and Wilf Scolding. Um, they're, they're just on the ship, they've been captured by the Daleks that's playing Diska and Groth, and they're the last of their species, the last of their race. And once again, the Doctor working hard to try and protect these people. So yeah, it, it's, it's a driven along plot. Anything else you want to say in terms of casting or the story, Dwayne? The, the more I listen to these Time Lord Victorious, the more I can pick out elements that have been peppered throughout the whole saga about the uh, the Daleks collecting those two um, people from the planet that they destroyed as the last two survivors um, to try and utilise them. But I thought it was fascinating that... Um, that, that uh, what was the character's name? Let me have a look. Tiska. Tiska was a scientist who was actually uh, trying to experiment on the, on the Daleks. Yeah. So there's lots of different things going on. Uh, we're, we're still on this quest. The Eighth Doctor's on this quest to work out where all these disappearing planets are that we, you know, we got a glimpse of that in uh, his previous audio, which was, uh, was it he, he Kills Me, He Kills Me Not? Um, yes, so that's so. that arc still running through as well. And uh, hearing these Daleks, it makes me want to go back and watch that animation again uh, with with just the Daleks, because all those personalities are are just fascinating to me. Yeah, I keep wondering whether character options will bring out a few more Dalek options. Um, I actually I picked up a couple of new Daleks today, actually, 
um, the War Doctor from the big finish sets. There was a couple of big finish sets with Sylvester McCoy's for the Time War and um, the War Doctor Daleks too. So um, I, I bought them today and uh, <laughs> just in my shelf here. So I do love all the different character option Daleks that come out and the, with the different colours and variants. So yeah, some of these Daleks would be great to see as well. Um, once again, I, I think Scott Hancock is an amazing director. He really manages to get uh, action happening in the best out of his cast. And so I think once again, how this, this, the drivenness of this story is, it's, I guess he really picked up the style a lot in Torchwood. You know, short stories, you know, 50 minute stories, a lot to get in and a lot of, a lot of characters to get out, even if there's not a lot of characters to deal with, but a lot of backstory, a lot of understanding. And Scott really just gets his actors to go around money, dealing with Nick Briggs and dealing with um, Paul McGann. That's not a lot, you know, those two you could probably just run and say, go, go for it. And you'd get the performances you need. But in terms of making sure the pacing stays up, he's done a really great job with that. Absolutely. It's it's not my personal favourite in the series, but that is yet to come. Right. But I say this is my favourite so far. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear I'm not, saying. not not limiting myself <laughs> yet. Um, I will just I will just shout out Lizzie Hopley. So we've seen a few. She's becoming of, more and more prolific in Big Finish these days, isn't she? She really is, and this is one of the earlier ones she, she would have written. I'm trying to think. This was this was recorded in 2020, in March. So this would have been written in 2019. And this, so this is probably one of the very first scripts that she did. I mean, now there's basically something coming out from her every month. Hmm. But at this stage, it was a fairly early, early script. But you can see why, having written something like this, Big Fish would say, we want more of her. And of um, course, Lizzie's not a... Uh, a writer with Big Big Finish first and foremost. Well, no. she is now. She is now, but she started off with Big Finish as an actor. And I always remember her from Night Thoughts, but she appeared before that with um, with the Eighth Doctor playing a companion who's mentioned in Night of the Doctor on TV. That was Gemma. She played Gemma. Did you know that? I did. And she's, she's a really brilliant actress. I mean, very impressive in terms of what she does. She talks about the fact that um, part of the reason why she does so much writing is she keeps writing herself parts. And I must admit, when I, when, I, when I listened to this, I did suspect that Tiska had been written for her, that she'd actually written, written that role yep. for her to play, and then they, yep. the, the rotten um, Scott Hancock cast somebody else instead. <laughs> but yeah, she says she talks about the fact that she now writes, so she gets, writes herself parts. But yeah, excellent stop, job done. Matt Fitton, in terms of the script editor, and Alfie Shaw with his vision in terms of where this, the whole series is going. I think you know, those guys together, just brilliant. Ian Morris... Did the music? Do we know anything else that Ian has done? Let's have a look. Actually, he's done a heap of stuff. There you go. He's done lots of Time War stuff, short, lots of short trips. He did a number of the Time, the time of Victorious stories. Uh, in fact, some more coming up. Killing Time. Yeah, okay. So the, the score was, you know, driving in that. I, I must admit, it was one of those scores that sat in the background and supported the action that was going on. Didn't really dominate. But it's also interesting because the, the sound directing and the, the music is done by different people. Um, Big Finish often combines those two roles together, but you know Peter Doggett did the sound design for this one. Ian Morris did the music. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, they work well together. See, the only thing with Time Lord Victorious is that it's such a vast arc, and there's so so much other stuff around it. It's hard to to remain focused on the on the arc all the time. So while these little snippets are enjoyable, there's a kind of a a slight dissatisfaction with not being as connected to the whole arc as you want to be as a 
consumer of the entertainment. So that's why definitely once uh, once I get time, which is going to be never at this at the rate I'm going at the moment, I'd like to you know just go through all the Time Lord Victoria stuff that I have and uh, just put it through in chronological order and do it like uh, and maybe even follow along again with the podcast that uh, that the guys here at around the console are doing and uh, and go through it again at least with the stuff that I have because I did get into some of the, some of the other media not all of it but some of it which is quite unusual for me to, to read graphic novels I, I never read graphic novels but I did for this no I didn't get there but I'm, I'm certainly relying on the boys to uh, tell me what I'm missing in the other other areas awesome and, uh, get, getting their views as well well, that's our views on this one. It is indeed. Thanks, guys. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Dwayne and Philip. A very positive review there. So you can check them out at the Sirens of Audio podcast, a fantastic podcast uh, for all things Big Finish and audio. Great bunch of lads. Uh, just, so celebrated, great, so. just celebrated their 100th episode. They did with uh, Colin so Baker. Oh. Yeah, with Colin, Colin Baker. Baker. Is the guest. No way. Sylvester McCoy interview from years gone by. And, yeah. and also, uh, bearing in mind that they know what they're talking about when it comes to audios, and we yeah. don't know fuck all. Yeah. I recommend yeah. we could probably listen to their analysis yeah. of it more than ours. Listen yeah. to them, not us. Um, so, yeah, just quickly go around to get your final thoughts. Sucky. Uh, yeah, it's just okay. That's all I'm going to say. It's yeah, just fucking okay. hell. It's that's that's all I'm going to say. That's all right. that's, <laughs> that seems to be my mantra these days. It was just okay. Fair enough. Uh, Craig. Disappointing. Turn me off. Wow, must have been. It was written by a female, funny enough, Greg. Um, <laughs> what's got to do with it? Uh, Shep, Cliff. Uh, okay, story. A lot of Stephen Hawking's. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, John, uh, I would say I would say it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, uh, that they really needed to tighten it up a little bit for me. But I imagine because I'm not a mega fan that that's I'm not the target audience. I'm sure it's really good, but. But you should I, be the target. I, strugg- I struggled. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. We all say very similar things in different ways. It didn't quite. What could have been a good opportunity just didn't work. And we all started off so exceptionally excited and positive about all this, and now we're getting a little bit bogged down in it somewhere. I'm yeah. sure we'll get to. I'm sure something oh. will uh, in well, our near future will bring not, us back into it. We've not yeah, got yeah, a great de- great deal left. I mean, after this follows the exit yeah. strategy, which is the short story about the the Dalek scientist and his is its kind of escape. We think. Uh, I think that's what it says. His escape and the, the, he's got the Katiru bits and pieces to make him all right and uh, evolve. Um, so anyway, that that will be the end of the dark times. Now we're on to the victorious days, which starts with the game because all these things are different mediums uh, called the Hollow Planet. I've so got I'll, to play a game. Well, I'll probably play it, and you guys, if you want to play, it, I'll send you the link. It, if you want to do it, you oh. can do it. If you don't, you don't. But the main thing we'll be doing uh, is gen- gen- genetics of the Daleks, um, which is another audio for us all to look forward to. So well, let's we'll see. Try, I'll try harder with this one. I yeah, yeah, I always get. I was really excited about it. To be honest, I, was, I kind of was really. I, I always look forward to listening to them, and there are some audios that I can just switch into. But this, I think, it was like we all said the the. The similarity yeah. of the voices. I think that's what Brendan. it was. And, and also, yeah. it was it was a sort of encapsulated adventure. It didn't feel like it was part of an arc. It felt yeah. like it was yeah. a moment within the arc. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. Um, I think it's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'd be looking forward to this. Uh, uh, that's why I put it off. But it's one I, I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to. Uh, and then we've got. I've got a bit of a shout out for people. So, mm-hmm. if anyone of our listeners has done a Dalek Awakens, which is an escape room. 
um, which is in a couple of cities around the United Kingdom. Oh. Um, get in touch, because I would like to talk to you about it. It's highly unlikely we're going to get to go to this escape room. Um, so, yeah, if anyone has been to it or done it, let me know. Uh, and the same with Time Fracture, the immersive experience oh, yeah. in London, which Craig well, nearly did. Um, yeah, it was closed when we were there. I can't believe yeah, it. Going back I, again later this year, though. So maybe and I, I, yeah, I, I nearly, knew it was ne- coming. I nearly did it as well. So um, I, we haven't. So if anyone has been to the uh, to, a ta- to Time Fracture, the immersive experience in London, and uh, done the Escape Room Medallic Awakens, any of our listeners, please get in touch through our Twitter and Facebook. Um, and, you know, be, it'd be good to talk to you about it. That's just a our, me- our media managers will put out a tweet or a Facebook post uh, asking for feedback as well. So. Uh, feel f- please yeah get in touch because it'd be nice to hear hear what these things are like yeah that's you Sucky so yeah next time pretty much we're going to be looking at um, uh, genetics of the Daleks so if you want to join us around the console for that one um, yeah big finish audio check it out but yeah thank you for listening and goodbye thank you bye bye